Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning, and welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. My name is Brendan McClenahan, and I'm sitting here with Carrie Reese. Again, we are on her back deck, enjoying the beautiful outdoors. I hope that wherever you are, you have the freedom to be able to step outside for a second and just enjoy the sunshine, if it's sunny, um, on this Tuesday the 9th. Um, We are going to be reading Psalm 16 today, sorry, Psalm 116, verses 1 through 2, and then we're going to skip to 12 through 19. This week, we have a lot of skipping around. I don't know why that is. Mm-hmm. We've got a lot of skipping around, and that's okay. We will read it for you. It will seem like we don't skip around at all. So if you don't want to skip around, just listen to us read it to you. Um, Carrie, something, I, I don't know why I do this, but on Tuesdays, I usually ask our guest, like, tell me about yourself a little bit. Like, you've been at Victory Point for, okay, so mm-hmm. Carrie Reese is married to Brian mm-hmm. Reese. And tell us about your family, your home, how long you've been at Victory Point. Um, we have four children and two grandchildren um, who are in various stages of being in our house and not. <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, we have been at Victory Point for about a year and a half now, I believe. Um, it was, I you know, our, the very first time we attended was the children's Christmas play. Yep. Not this past year, but the year mm-hmm. before. And my husband says, why are we visiting a church on the children's Christmas play day? And I said, mm-hmm. I didn't know it was the children's Christmas play day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that <laughs> um, one. Yep. So anyway, that's, um, so we came back. Okay. <laughs> and why did you come back? Um, well, you don't really get a feel for a church. I had, vi- actually, I had visited earlier in the summer. And okay. um, that's Brian right. wasn't with me the summer before. And then I, you know, we came with our family then, and then we came back to, to hear more and learn more. And, mm-hmm. and I've heard other people on the podcast um, talk about how, why they are at Victory Point or why they mm-hmm. came to Victory Point. And um, the, some of the consensus, which we feel the same is that it's there. We're kind of like trying to do something, mm-hmm. not just being consumers and, not just, um, you know, I don't know. Yep. Sometimes I don't feel like I'm doing very much, but I'm trying to do more. <laughs> and I'm and sure and the, the yeah. leadership encourages, yeah. um, encourages that. And there's a vision. There's yeah. a vision for that, mm-hmm. which we which we like. Yeah. I would, in my own words, um, the whole trying to do something. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. Um, that phrase we're, we're trying to do something i see it as um at least for how i receive it and why i love being a part of victory point is um just like any church we have our problems and there's nothing's perfect um but i feel agency that that god is at work in my life and that i'm encouraged by people at victory point to put that into practice in my own life and um, that's kind of how we're oriented as a community, I think. I don't think we're oriented around necessarily what 
somebody is leading the whole congregation to do, but we're oriented around help you try to do something. Right. You know? Yeah. So I don't know. That's how I put into words yeah. what you're saying a little bit. Mm-hmm. Is that? Okay, cool. That makes sense. So, and then you keep coming back. And um, what's COVID-19 been like for you? What's this whole pandemic, you know, stay-at-home <laughs> order been like for you guys? How you been occupying your time? And- um, I don't know. It, it feels, it feels to me like it was, you know, we were all on board at the beginning, but it just kind of seems like it's going on and on. And I'm not sure that there's a reason for it to continue. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it hasn't been the main thing that has happened in our lives is that Brian used to travel one yeah, week, yeah, uh, yeah. one week out of every month to Europe, and that stopped. He works from home, so that hasn't changed. Except now he just works from home all the time. He's never like away, mm-hmm. and and I am home. I mean, I, I take care of my grandchildren more because my daughter doesn't have daycare, and she is working some. So you know, just different that way. It's just an odd mm-hmm. feeling. It's just a really yeah, that's a big change. I mean, yeah. Brian's usually gone one week out of the month, and when he's home mm-hmm. that week, that's a big change mm-hmm. for your family, your marriage, and mm-hmm. those rhythms get kind yeah. of uh, upset. And you'd think it would just be like, I mean, I'm guessing here. I don't know I don't know how you've been perceiving it, but like for Rachel and I, when we change up schedules like that, when, when we were like our schedules change, it's actually harder, even if we're seeing each other more often, because right. it's like, this isn't normal for yeah. us to be in the same space during this time. You kind of need need you need your own space. You know, you need your own time sometimes too. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it has become normal, right? Like your schedule had become normal, and then it gets transformed, and it's like, well, even if you know it's nice to see each other, it's also kind of hard to get into a different rhythm. Probably, right. I'm guessing. Yeah, I was disappointed because I, like I said, I was doing that discipleship class at Helen Christian. Yeah. with Ray Vanderlaan the senior, um, which started second semester. So, I mean, it's just like, boom, that ended. And I was so, you know, so excited about everything I was learning and the things I was doing. And so I'm really, I was really, it was, that was a big disappointment to me to have to stop that. Yeah, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To, to not get the full experience that you're hoping for. I think that's, we're all experiencing different facets of that, I think. So sweet. Well, let's turn to our scripture for the morning, uh, Psalm uh, 116, 1 through 2, and then 12 through 19. I'll go ahead and read this one, and I'd love to hear any of your reflections that you might have. I love the Lord because he has heard my voice and my supplications, because he inclined his ear to me. Therefore, I will call on him as long as I live. What shall I return to the Lord for all his bounty to me? I will lift up the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his faithful ones. O Lord, I am your servant. I am your servant, the child of your serving girl. You have loosed my bonds. I will offer to you a thanksgiving sacrifice and call on the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people. In the courts of the house of the Lord, in your midst, O Jerusalem, praise the Lord. Okay. What stands out to you, Carrie? <laughs> I was wondering why we skipped all those verses. Okay. Yep. Thing. Um, Good question. 
verse 14 and 18 are the same. I noticed that. I will pay my vows to the Lord in the presence of his people. Yep. Um, I'm not sure if my version said the same, the same way as your did. But. And then verse 15, precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. It's like, hmm, that's kind of morbid. Um, <laughs> so I'm wondering what, you know, what kind of death is, is he talking about physical death? Is he talking about like death to self, perhaps? Mm -hmm. um, when, and, and I and I did kind of cheat and read the other verses, mm -hmm. which are very death-oriented <laughs> yeah. yeah, verses. And it almost seems like, you know, it's, it's requesting, you know, all of this, um, you know, deliverance from from evil and everything in it. And it talks about um, the, um, you know, d to, you know, to deliver my soul and to, um, I don't know if, you know, I, I'm not really sure I just, mm -hmm. I just thought maybe that whole precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. You'd like to know more about that. Yeah. And yeah. Does that mean, you know, I don't know what that means. Yeah. What does it mean? Yeah. I don't know. Um, all right. So I love that you noticed that verse 14 and 18 are the same, right? Mm -hmm. I will pay my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people. That's what 14 is. And then 18 is, I will pay my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people. Word for word, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's always something to pay attention to whenever you hear repetition. Mm -hmm. Um, because that is a uh, literary tool that they're using called a chiasm. And whenever you see um, repetition, you go, okay, it's, it's like a sandwich. You know, you have two pieces of bread and then you always look for, okay, what's right in the middle of that? Okay. okay? That's what they're trying to draw your eyes. This is something Paul uses. This is something that's uh, in the Psalms you know, all over the place, not just this one. Um, it's in prophecies. I mean, it's all over the place, The this chiasm. And it's the idea you have this repeating pattern of A, B, C, B, A, right? Okay. So A would be, I will pay my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people. Mm -hmm. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his faithful ones. Um, that would somewhat mirror the, I will offer to you a thanksgiving sacrifice and call on the name of the Lord. I wonder how similar those are. Do you know what I mean? Okay. To go, a, th a sacrifice, mm -hmm. death of his faithful ones. I wonder mm -hmm. if there's like some... Uh, image of sacrifice and then look at 16 i wonder if this is what usually what they're doing is they're trying to draw your attention to the middle verse mm -hmm. so i'm your servant i'm your servant the child of your servant girl you have loosed my bonds so to me it kind of focuses in us in on what's right in the middle of those things okay. you know um and anyway i think that gives us some clues about uh pressures in the side of the of the lord is the death of his faithful ones something about sacrifice living laying our lives down um, being received by God. Um, the other little key clue that I um, use to unlock Psalms sometimes is just imagining Jesus singing this on the cross. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like, I heard you say that before okay, on the podcast that you. That's something that I that I always kind of turn to and go, okay, I'm having trouble understanding this Psalm. I need some need some new light, some fresh light. Um, looking at it as something that Jesus might say on the cross really mm -hmm. helps me go. 
And how comforting it would it be to, for Jesus to know that precious, his death is precious in God's sight, that right. God is watching over him and um, he's holding him even as he goes into death. Well, that puts a whole different light on it because you're look you're thinking of Jesus instead of yourself. Yeah. Because when you, you think of, when I read that, I think of, hmm, God's excited about my death, you know? Is God happy I'm dying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's that's exactly why it's it's helpful to like use, you know, Jesus, the Christological key here and be like, okay, how does this help me understand? And then I go, well, yeah, that's a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Jesus is the ultimate sacrifice. And how is my life a Thanksgiving sacrifice? How is my death a Thanksgiving sacrifice to God? You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. So pulling those things together, um, might be helpful but the other thing i do so there's the chiasm thing there's the christological key where you go okay how's how i interpret this to jesus but also overlap it with uh the genesis passage you know so think of um sarah saying this for example like you've loosed my bonds you know i'm your servant i'm the the child of your serving girl you've loosed my bonds um I will offer thanksgiving sacrifice and call on the name of the Lord. I pay my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people. I think of her naming Isaac, you know, paying her vows. Like, okay, this child is is yours, God. This is the child of the promise. Um, he inclined his ear to me. You know, um, he has heard my voice and my supplications. Um, so just this, imagine Sarah singing this. You know what I mean? So um, for, for me, that, that brings a lot of light to the earlier passage. And you think about... Um, you know, her, you know, having Isaac and then naming him Isaac, I wonder if that's an act of worship, you know, to God and recognizing that it's God that provided that child. Because Isaac means promised one? Um, no, because it means laughter. Remember in the I, one before? Yeah. So I had thought I had heard that before, too, that Isaac meant laughter. Mm-hmm. Did, I didn't notice that that explicitly said that, though, in the... Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yes, uh, I, I believe yeah, Isaac means laughter, and because um, I looked up actually, I looked up laughter and Strong's like the Hebrew word uh-huh. for it because I was curious about that. It wasn't Isaac; it didn't say. I, I don't remember what it said, but uh-huh. um, but because I thought, oh, maybe that was just something that I remember hearing in my past, and it's not so. But it sounds like you. Well, let's see. We're thinking that again. I'm going to go turn to Google. <laughs> yeah, he laughs. We'll laugh. Yeah. You shock. That's what Isaac means? Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, laughs. So, yeah, but even that is a testament to, she's kind of hearkening back to that moment where right. she encountered God and yeah. said, oh, yeah, it was the laughter and kind of that's been redeemed in my life. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, well, wherever you are today, uh, maybe there's an opportunity. Maybe you're experiencing uh, death today, whether the death of a loved one or your own uh, spiritual or physical like sense of weakness or um, like some part of you is dying or something you're mourning, um, know that just like Jesus on the cross, uh, your death, God holds you in, in that moment of mourning and loss and death and pain. Um, and um, if you're celebrating something, you know, we can we can live our lives as thanksgiving sacrifices to God and call on the name of the Lord, no matter what. So may our lives today 
be um, a living sacrifice, just like Romans 12, right? Like we present our bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. And that's our spiritual act of worship. So um, whether you're sad today and experiencing some, some pain and death, know that God is with you. And if you're joyful today, um, know that God is with you too. So wherever you are today, God is with you. Um, he loves you. He's got his eye on you and he's fulfilling his promises for you. So um, with that, go in peace and we will be with you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace.